0: Welcome back to the second episode of season two of the In Their Twenties podcast, a web series where we interview influential people to give you the best advice in your 20s. Make sure you're hitting that follow button on Spotify to get notified when a new episode is released. As always, this series is hosted by Michael Holmes and Landon Campbell. And on today's episode, we are interviewing Katie Quigley. Katie is the Senior Director of Global Industry Marketing at Microsoft, and Katie has amazing advice for finding the perfect company culture while in your 20s. So let's go ahead and jump into the interview to find out what Katie was doing in her 20s. All
1: right, Katie. So um, our first question for you is, we know that you had so many leadership roles in college, including in the sorority that you had joined. Um, I want to speak about those leadership roles. I mean, what did you do in your sorority and how did the Goals help shape the rest of your career moving forward.
2: Sure. I was the, uh, ended up being the vice president of uh, social for my sorority, which um, was a great way to do a few things. One is to just obviously to give back to the sorority, you know, my third and fourth year of, of college. And be able to um, create a culture and an environment. that I had loved for a couple of years and be able to pass that on to others. Um, the other was that it also was a good role to be um, in to do outreach to uh, the re- other sororities, other people across the fraternity council, because uh, we had to in that in my job as VP of social connect with everybody across the entire Greek system. It was a pretty big Greek system, so gave me confidence. It gave me opportunity to be a leader when I didn't have, you know, uh, authority. It was about influence and uh, it was just fun.
0: So for students and professionals that are trying to apply to corporations uh, such as Microsoft, large corporations, Mm -hmm. uh, from your perspective, how uh, can these 20-year-olds applying to Microsoft stand out across other applicants.
2: Uh, To be able to interview and to get a job at Microsoft, um, I think the same rules apply, what I talked about in college, where you join in, you volunteer, you get experience however you can. What I've noticed, I've had a really good opportunity to be part of the interview process for our interns and our college hires and our MBA hires. And what I've noticed that's consistent about them is that they have a, a variety of, experiences already, which you know is amazing to me um, at such a young age. But what they did is they volunteered and they created things that um, fit their passions. They um, developed um, programs. They jumped into nonprofits. They created their own nonprofits. They did some amazing things that weren't just their education. And so it showed that they're very well-rounded. They care about the world around them. They um, put in extra effort when extra effort was not asked of them. And that's what I was always so impressed by. And I think that's a consistent um, trait that I see in applicants that are successful.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's really uh, just doing more than what you're written on paper to do and, and really getting out there and putting your own work into your passions. Exactly, uh, right.
2: And, and the attitude, too, of showing up and just having that gratitude to um, have opportunities to do new things and different things, things that aren't being asked for you, you can see that they aren't begrudging anything that they're doing. They're just excited that every experience that they have, whether it's you the best one or the you know not a great one, it's still something that they have gratitude for having because they've learned from it.
0: For a student who is trying to find a corporation or any company, uh, that aligns with their culture. Do you have any advice for that kind of uh, student or professional?
2: What I didn't realize when I was in my 20s is that in an interview process that you're interviewing the company as much as they're interviewing you. And I think that was the thing that I've learned most is that when I was younger I should have asked for questions. Uh, what I did is I went into interviews trying to convince them that I would be a good person for them to add. Whereas that is part of it. The other part of it is though, making sure that you want to actually be added to that culture and that corporation. And I think having questions that get a little bit more behind just the work um, uh, responsibilities is what's really important. I think you can ask many things, anything from how you um, tell me a story about uh, when you're most proud about managing someone, what's something that you've accomplished that you're super proud of, how is it that you've built your relationships over the years in um, your network? Um, how do you think about um, the environment you want to work in? Why are you at this company? What are the most important things to you? So it's getting, it doesn't have to be something that they are uncomfortable answering, but it's, they're all questions that should be asked, and, and you shouldn't walk into a company uh, without knowing those things. Um, the most important thing, I think, especially in your 20s, is who you work for. Um, both the environment that you're working in but also the individual that you're working for because that person is going to be potentially a lifelong advocate for you and that's what you need to build up when you're in your 20s and when you're just starting out is building um, people that will be, you know, be there for you to, to uh, talk, you know, talk, talk about you to others, to support you, to give you advice, and be your advocate and your biggest cheerleader when you're going for your future moves.
1: So, Katie, I want to um, set the scene a little bit. You know, you're starting one of your first post-grad jobs, straight out of college. Mm-hmm. Um, where you focus more on vertical growth or horizontal growth? So think vertical and where you know, you're looking for each promotion. Um, mm-hmm. And then horizontal, maybe you're okay staying where you're at just to discover more um, about whether it's that position, different departments. And what would you also recommend students or you know recent grads focus on that vertical or horizontal growth it's a great question i would say that
2: you focus on both on vertical and horizontal and i think there's a time and place for both when i first uh, got out of school it was about vertical how is it that i can continue to get more um, responsibility and move up and make you know really quick fast statements in uh, the business world to be able to um, be successful long term to kind of set that trajectory but then once I was um, on that path, it, I, I would then look around and say, okay, now that I have you know, built a reputation of some sort, I've got some experience behind me, what other experiences do I want? And so when you think about it that way, it's not always going to be an upward move, it's going to be a sideways move. And I think back to my career, and I've made three distinct kind of left turns in my job that weren't necessarily move up it was just a move in a different direction because I had realized I the experiences I'd had in going in one direction were all amazing and wonderful and great but it was time for me then to kind of go on a different path and so you can't necessarily switch gears and move up at the same time sometimes you can it's very very um rare that that happens. And so what I would do is say, okay, this is a sideways move, but it's a whole new set of experiences that I haven't had yet. And so that long-term is going to help me with that growth. And I can think of three very distinct times that I did that, and I 100% grew from it and was stronger because of it. And so I think it's very situational, and you have to think both ways all the time.
1: Katie, for our viewers as well, uh, we'd love to hear uh, more about what what you're doing with Microsoft currently. Um,
2: So, um, I feel super fortunate for the roles that I've had at Microsoft. They've all been in marketing. Um, I started out with just a core set of responsibilities around events and decided to expand it. Um, Working first with our partners, so I was face-to-face with partners and customers, kind of on the front lines of um, of the company, which I loved because it made me learn so much about it. But then I decided I needed some experience in product marketing, given we're a product company. Um, And so I got that, uh, which was fantastic as well. It gave me the opportunity to work closer with engineering, to learn more about pricing, licensing business models for products that I hadn't had before. Um, but I realized I'm not a product market a core product marketer. I really love just broad marketing um, initiatives. And so there was an opportunity a few months ago, the first day uh, that we were told to shelter in place for COVID that um, to do industry marketing. And so we have some major industries that as a company we've prioritized. And um, so it's the go-to-market strategies for these industries. And so it's um, all of the, kind of the last mile marketing and how do we connect with customers and partners, um, you know, manufacturing, financial services, uh, healthcare, all of the larger industries and building our strategies around that. It's, it's fascinating. It's great, especially during a time of such change and every in- industry is transforming considerably. Um, just in the last four months that I've worked there, it's completely different than the day I started.
1: It's nice that you also feel, you know, you're able to learn every day on the job.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I encourage is that anywhere you are in your career, you should always feel like that there is something new that you're learning or that there's on the horizon, you see something that you can't wait to figure out and to do differently. And so don't, you know, being complacent is probably the the hardest place to be in a career. And I, I encourage anyone that feels that, is to look around them and say, what else could I do differently? And, and going back to that mentality of, can I just jump in and help with something? Can I learn about another project that maybe it's not my project, no matter where you are in your career, just continue to look for those
1: opportunities. And those are skills that you developed in your 20s. You know, you don't have to be you know established you know, in a career working for a large company. You can do that in any medium. I mean, you can really start to get involved, learn new things, push yourself early, um, right. it's really good to develop those habits early
2: yeah exactly and and honestly you know going back to your question about who uh, successfully you know uh, can interview and get a job with Microsoft or, or other companies like ours I think to me what I look for is curiosity mm-hmm. that if somebody is curious and comes into an interview and has a lot of questions that they uh, want to know the answer to they want to um, learn about uh, you know what the opportunity is who the company you know what the company is about who are the people that you're serving and um, you can see it in people and if you're curious it just it takes you so far because it means that you have this open mind and this desire and passion to learn
0: and i think i think that's really important because i think a lot of people our age go into an interview and they think that asking questions might be a perception of oh we can't hire this person because they don't know what they're talking about or about the job Mm -hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people already think, oh, when we go in to go get a job, we need to know everything about the company, everything about the position. Uh, But yeah, no, I think you're right in the fact that it's it's a curiosity factor. And Mm -hmm. uh, I I like your perspective on that.
2: Right. Absolutely. I even had, you know, a few years ago, someone I work for that now she's a mentor of mine, and I absolutely really love her. And I had been in this training class where you ask, questions. And you ask questions to be able to either, you know, to make a decision on something or move forward or take a stand on something. And so I had been trained in this way of asking questions. And, um, and she called it out in a meeting because I was asking a couple of questions. She's like, yes, keep asking questions. She's like, no one else asks questions except for Katie. Ask questions. And that made me feel so good that I wasn't being an annoyance. I was asking them in a way that was helping further the business or the conversation, not just kind of to ask, to, to, you know, use my voice.
1: Well, um, on that note, what did you think of the questions we brought to the table today?
2: <laughs> Your questions are, I love, I absolutely love it. It made me remember that what I did in, um, College. I always thought about being, when I was the, you know, head of the social activities for my sorority, I said, that, okay, that's what led me to my first, you know, part of my career was around events. But, well, that's why, because they kind of are very similar. What I, it made me realize when I was reflecting on the question is that it's also the way that I went about um, growing my career is that I've just jumped in. because so when I first got out of college, I did three different jobs Um, Some were part-time, one was during the day full-time and just it was about, you know, jumping in and volunteering. I volunteered for the first AIDS walk in Seattle, which was just a cool experience because no one knew what we were doing. It was kind of a fun thing. I didn't know anything about it and um, it just all to give me experience. And I didn't realize that's what I did in college and that's what I did out of college as well to help me. Your question around culture is that that's got to be the right fit. You know, you can always create a job. Um, the world changes around you. So your job changes. Um, so if you have people around you that you, your values align and they inspire you and they coach you and help you develop as a person, think that's what matters the most.
0: Thank you for listening to the In Their 20s podcast. For a full video version, please visit our YouTube channel. And for more information about Katie Quigley, please visit our website at InTheir20s.com.